Nah, there wasn't no J, that was a little candle. Get these aromas right. Cause we living in some crazy times, Serge. It's easy to get lost, lose yourself, get a little derailed from your hustle, but, but you gotta stay focused, stay motivated. Sometimes unique situations bring unseen opportunity. That's when you seize it. If you got seven ways, they are not gonna fail on you at once. So to stay on track, pay attention, make motivated moves. If you need a little guidance, let my man Serge walk you through. Pay attention. Love dictionary, huh? You know I love to learn. Exotic spits of candles, yeah, I love to burn. Never hate my nigga, sit back and just wait your turn. No shirt, cabana chillin', caught a sunburn. Hey, everything legit, and I had to earn. Baby, spark that safe. Cheers. Cheers. And welcome to the Marlon vs. Marlon podcast. And I'm your boy Marlon. And I'm your boy Marlon. Join us as two childhood friends go back and forth, argue, fight, debate. Uh, once in a blue moon, we might even agree yeah, on man. everything from sports to pop culture and everything in between. All right. Today's episode will cover all of the NFL action. We'll get into the, the playoffs, all of the games. We'll get into... Every game, looking forward to the AFC and NFC championships. Also, we'll get into some Kyrie news. Uh, get into all that. Harden got traded. Deshaun Watson, he wants out with Houston. So we'll get into all of that stuff. But uh, we'll begin with the Bills uh, and the Ravens. This one. Uh, that one hurts, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. it hurts bad. I mean, I will say this. and We're going to have our first or only guest on today. She'll be calling in a second. But. I'll say this. I think that the the Bills defense did a great job against Lamar Jackson, um, but also, too, Lamar Jackson has to get better. I don't know if this I – mean, I mean, you've been screaming it. He can't throw. He can't throw. I feel like just like with Giannis, he can't shoot. He can't shoot. We know that. But uh, they, they, they need to make some changes with that offense. Yeah. He, I mean, you have to throw the football to win games in today's NFL. And we saw that with the Browns, who we'll talk about in a little bit. No matter how good their running game is, you're still going to have to throw the football to win games, and um, he he can't do it right now. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. He just, yeah, that's good. That's good. He um, <laughs> it's rough, and and I've been saying it. And people even call me a hater for for saying it, but like, yo, you gotta you gotta do better, bro. Yeah. Um, three points Three points isn't enough. And they're saying that, you know, you can blame it on other stuff. Yeah, you can. But a quarterback in the NFL has to score more than three points. Absolutely. And offense in the NFL has to score more than three points to win games. But but here's the thing. That first drive, when you watch that first drive, you would think they're, they're just running, running, running. I don't think they threw a pass for the first, like, three, four drives or whatever. But you just thought. I mean, I, I know they had the, the two missed field goals with, with Justin Tucker, one of the best kickers probably of all time. But – Overall, I mean, I'm looking at it like with the way this offense opened up. I mean, it it was great with with the J.K. Dobbins and and just just running the ball. But I mean, they they just didn't they just didn't adjust. And it could some people could say it's it's the receiving core. He may need more talent because you got you know you got Mark Andrews, but you know I mean, Dez was in there for a few plays. You got you know Marquise Brown, but other than that, I mean, 
It doesn't matter who he has to throw the ball to. The the offense is set up with three tight ends, three people in the backfield that can all run the ball. Like this is who they've built this team to be. They're not they're not supposed to because they know he can't do that. When he won his MVP, he wasn't throwing the ball down the field. He wasn't doing all that. And okay, yeah, they missed two field goals. Okay, now it's seventeen to nine. What? <laughs> like you, you're still losing a football game. Yeah, well, I will say the momentum could have been shifted here or there. And I mean, we'll talk about oh, like when he threw a pick in the end zone. That, that well, yeah, I mean that, that that was bad. That changed that, momentum. That too. that changed everything. <laughs> but but also too, if if you make those two field goals and then they don't throw and they score a touchdown, I mean, we're obviously having a, another conversation. But you know, I don't want to wow. do the woulda, coulda, shoulda. But I mean, it's Lamar has to do better. But I mean, I will give. Uh, some credit. What's up, Tilly? What's up, big bro? Some credit to the Bills. Like I said, defensively they did good. They did a lot better than I thought they would. Man, uh, you gotta start respect. Why? Why are you copping pleas for freaking <laughs> for Lamar Jackson, but you won't give Jer- Josh Allen his credit? I mean, I think for the most part, I, I will say this. I-, I do think that Josh had a he had a decent game. Uh, you know. He there's a lot of things that he could have you know did better. They didn't run him a lot as as they normally do, which they need to watch out before he gets hurt. They didn't have um, as many of those dumbass run plays that they had last week, though. Correct, correct, like, correct. So off tackle with the quarterback. Yeah, and then I mean I do love the connection. Him and Diggs, they are uh, a great combination. I just still I don't know. He he still hey, has man. a little bit of growing to do, but yeah. you know we'll see. But our, our uh, one and only guest joins us today. Clover is back. She's a huge Bills fan. And uh, for one, I'll just say I was wrong about the Colts. Definitely thought the Colts were going to surprise the Bills. And I was wrong about the Ravens. So congratulations on your Bills. Uh-oh, we working hold on, on hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry about that. Here, here she is, Clover. How you doing, Clover? Hey, what's up, Marlon and Marlon? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. All right, Marlon, I don't mind. Every time you pick against us, we win. So it's all good. <laughs> look, look, he's probably going to pick against you again next week. Well, you know I am. Of you, course. You know so I am. How can you pick against the Super Bowl champs? How can you? <laughs> well, you know, I almost you picked against him in the second half when, when Mahomes went down, but we'll see if he if he's all there. I'm sure there's not a doctor in the country that will say he's hurt next week. but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think, you know, he'll play. But He's going to play. Is he going to be with it? I won't control that toe because he was, couldn't set his feet to throw right. He was throwing some, some duds in the flat. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that toe. Very true, very true. Yeah. Shout out to Fabio yeah. and Jason jumped on the line. The yeah, I, I think, of course, with, with Mahomes, he, he has to play. There's no... Playoff game with Mahomes, Rogers, Brady—it it doesn't matter. Like they, they will find a way, you know, to play. But oh, gonna him up. he's gonna get all. Of course, he's, he's getting everything. He's gonna play, and I mean, yeah. I, and I think that's gonna be one of the Arrowhead. I mean, of course, without the you know seventy odd thousand fans, that's one of the hardest places to play. So I do think the Bills do yeah. have that credit of going there and and going up against maybe what was it maybe six seven thousand fans or whatever versus the 70s so i mean it should be a good matchup i don't think the bills have enough to hang with the chiefs especially defensively the the chiefs are just too explosive uh but i'm at least hoping for for a good game i think it'll be a shootout though i think i think that stefan Diggs is going to continue to have a great season he's going to have another big game 
Um, I think they get just enough from everybody else. You'll see Cole Beasley will have about four or five catches. Um, Allen will make some plays with his feet. Because that Chiefs defense isn't very good. It's not. They, they made some good plays last week, but you're playing against Baker. Baker made a Baker play. Yeah. And, and the Honey Badger made a good play. Turned that game around. But um, I think it's closer than people think it'll be. And, and the weather's not going to affect the Bills coming in there. That, that great yeah. point. Yeah, that win was no joke. I mean, it was, you know, Tucker missed a couple field goals. Hockey missed a field goal. Allen threw down the field. The ball just went all over the place. So, hope yeah, we won't have to deal with that this week. Because we've been having trouble getting a rhythm going. The Colts defense was tough the first week. And Baltimore, they were really tough, too. I mean, that was like, I, I really enjoyed that game. It was like an old-school football game. It was like 3-3 three, three at halftime. I was like, wow, this is like really good chess match here. And then it was just like, you know, we drove down the field after the half. Then they drove down the field. There was just two possessions in the third quarter, and then he threw the pick, and that was it. I mean, they were about to score and tie it up. And, you know, it was going to be whoever made a mistake was going to lose, but he made the mistake first. Yeah. Exactly. And did. Horrible, horrible play. And, and you know, he's – sometimes you just got to just stick with what you know, stick with what you're good at, and, and which is running the ball. However, like I said earlier, Buffalo did a great job with, you know, containing him. And that first drive – First drop didn't look great is defensively for the Bills, but you know they adjusted and they came out. But Chad made a good point in the in the comments. He said, you know, if they make those two field goals, it's nine nine three at halftime. So the momentum somewhat could be changed. So and why? Like people keep saying, and shout out to Bill jumped in the comments too. He said, go get Michael Thomas for Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball, it doesn't matter who he's throwing the ball to. Like he's not a great yeah. quarterback. He's not a good thrower of the ball. He he yeah. he's effective and and he's hard to guard because of his legs. But when you make him one dimensional and you take away their run game, when you get down a touchdown or two, mm-hmm. you have to throw the ball. Yeah, and that's yeah. what that's what they're not built for, and they're not built that way. Not because they don't have receivers; it's because they don't have a quarterback that <laughs> stretches the field. Right. Yeah. Like that's what was killing us with Rivers is he could just you know just find the guy that was able to keep. Dinking and dunking all the way down the field. I and mean, he did that all day. And then, you know, he just couldn't make the conversion for the touchdown on that fourth down. But, I mean, that's what he was, he, he was so good at. And then, so then we had to change, you know, direction the next week and just, okay, we just make Lamar one dimensional. He forced him to throw. You know, he beat us a couple times with some, throw, with some scrambles for some big yards. But um, for the most part, they kept him contained, wouldn't let him run outside. And he was forced to throw. I, I haven't gone back and looked at the touchdown or the interception, um, but I was wondering if there was like a lane for him to run in. You know. Oh yeah, that last. On, Ed, what was it? Andrews. Hit the Mark Andrews. His only his only target that he loves. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I feel it like. It seemed like he had he had some time. So I was wondering if there was if he could have just run the ball, but not that it matters. <laughs> and, and it was it was, yeah. it was it was late in the play. I mean, that's quarterback one-on-one. And I know this. I've never played quarterback, not in Pop Warner and definitely not in NFL. But you don't throw the ball over the middle late. It's just it's just something you don't do. Especially mm-hmm. just down in that in the red zone area where everybody, short it's field. just short. And then on top of that, too, you might think you have an arm to throw it in there. But you get these linebackers that are running three, four threes and four fours and uh, well, however fast they are now. That can just come right, jump right in front of it. So, 
Um, so it was a DB, but just yeah. just saying, just in general, you know. But I don't. Yeah. I, I just think that it was a it was a tough one, and, and then of course after the concussion, he's not coming back, and that mm-hmm. other than that, it's a wrap. So. Oh, he got a concussion. Right. Too? Yeah. Did he get hit harder than Mahomes? Yes, because his head. You saw his head go back and hit Ooh, the turf. Yeah. With Mahomes, it was one of those weird concussions where it looked as if it was. Like, something with his neck, neck or something, yeah, yeah. but it was. But he got up wobbling in it. Oh no, he was definitely concussed. Yeah, so but it just yeah. didn't. Usually, you see the hit, you see the head hit the ground, or you see the head to head contact, right? And it just wasn't there for the Mahomes play, so it looked kind of awkward, right? Well, right. what I heard today is someone was liking it to like that um, punch, like for boxers, you hit that that one spot in the neck, and that just basically you can't get the message. Your brain can't get the message to the rest of your body. No. I don't know what that term is. It's from boxing term. No, I Not my you. thing. But yeah, because he locked up a little bit. He definitely saw his arms lock up. Right. And then he was on the ground, and then when he tried to get up, he that, was out of it. That so. wobble, yeah. Sticking with that. Yeah, but. Go ahead, Clover. Oh, I was just saying he he was running through the locker room, so obviously he you know kind of bounced back. And they said he had the you know they wanted to bring him back. He seemed like okay to come back, but I guess the. Concussion doctor didn't didn't prove that. So. Yeah, so sticking with that game, okay. yes, yeah, he's gonna play. But sticking with that game, there was a crucial touchback which I think could have oh, yeah. made oh, the the play. Browns win this game as, as far as with Higgins oh, fumbling, yeah. you know, out of the end zone. Which I, I feel like they should change that rule. You know, they it, should probably get the ball back at their twenty or something. Like at, that. at the twenty fifty something, you know, fifty. Yeah, or make it a penalty, you know, or, or, or something. So it wasn't like it. I don't know. I, I just feel like that rule should be changed. But that definitely was a game changer. And I will say this: I will give Baker and the Browns a ton of credit. They've they've showed me a lot. We've always said that we need to see we need to see more from Baker. We've seen a lot from Baker without one of the. I'm still say a top three, four receiver in the league in Odell for a, a third or fourth of the season when he was there. But him and Landry and, and Peoples Jones, Higgins, all those guys that came to play and, and the Browns oh. I want to give the Browns a ton of credit. Why are you quick to give the Browns credit in a losing effort to which they played the last half of the game without the best player in football and you won't give the Bills credit for beating Lamar Jackson? <laughs> I'm so confused right now. How does this work? Because the Browns is the Browns. So what? <laughs> the, and the nobody the Bills have been good. 95, 96? It's, 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 been a, it's been a while. Give them some yeah. credit, man. I mean, both, I just, teams, you know, both teams have been a pit of misery forever. Yeah, so I, I, I'll give I'll give the, the, the Bills some credit. I, I do think that they... <laughs> this is uh, so hard for you. Oh, what did the Bills do? so nice, Marlon. You know, they, 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 get, they get some credit. You know, Josh Allen, you know, Stephon Diggs, I, I do... He gets a ton of credit. I mean, with with what he's done with the you know somewhat oh, of a, yeah. a average quarterback like Josh Allen, but um, but yeah. So uh, but yeah. So look into this game. Are you nervous? Oh, Are you any anything that you're you know worried about? Obviously, other than this elite offense, you know. Do you as a Bills fan? Are you going into this game with a like a a, a clear thought that you guys could win this game? I think, you know, I think it's going to be, I think we have a 50-50 chance, really. Like, I'm not nervous because I feel like getting to this point where we have already is awesome. But, you know, it's like the Super Bowl is still just one game away. So I really, really want to win. But I'm trying to, like, prepare myself. We don't. I'm not going to get too upset. But, you know, the defense, like you said, you know, they have Spagnolia. What's his name? Spagnolo. 
Giants defenses when they beat the Patriots. So he likes, I know he likes pressure, which is good for us because Allen can really beat the blitz. So, but I'm not sure that they're going to just hang back like, you know, Baltimore hung, hung back a lot. They are a heavy blitz team and they didn't do all that. So we'll see. And I, but I don't think they're as talented on defense as, like, their secondary is not as talented as Baltimore. I think they're really tough and physical. But we'll see. Um, I mean, they have, who are that, Hitchens on there? And Honey Badger and that's you. Yeah, really, it's really about it. Like defensively, this uh, they got Jones. Chris Jones is one of the best defenses in line. Yeah, football. yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but then offensively, you know, just I don't know. We're gonna have our linebacker Milano on Kelsey probably most of the time. That's gonna be, you know, he's pretty fast, but you know, not you know, kind of smaller. And Kelsey is just a beast. So yeah. I think that's going to he, be. He's, he's going to find a way to get open. Yeah. And they're going to get their yards. You know, I don't know if he'll, um, Edward Dillahan is going to play or not, but that, would, that wouldn't be good if we had, had to deal with the two running backs. Right. So right. I don't know. I think it's a good matchup. I would more worry about the Browns if we got them because, you know, they, they got, they're a pretty complete team. And they just made a lot of mistakes. And I don't understand why they didn't run the ball more. Right. Yeah. And and they with with them they definitely had a good one two punch, but I think they just wanted to kinda of open up that, that offense a little bit and uh but um you know, yeah, so Yeah, I, I wonder mean, if their game plan was like, Okay, we gotta throw to hang with Mahomes, you know, we gotta just keep throwing the ball and try to throw T D. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, but but you know, we'll see. It's it's definitely a a, a matchup. I think that everybody would want to see number one and number two uh, in mm-hmm. the AFC, and so we'll, we'll definitely uh, be tuned in. But good luck to you. Um, you're gonna need it. Thank you, Mom. I'll just say oh, that. Please. Well, how do you feel about your new coach? Um, I guess my coach wasn't good enough. <laughs> I don't. We, we were just actually talking about this in one of our group chats. I. I I'm not mad at the hire. I've seen what he's done defensively. It was more so a, a fast track to being a, a head coach. Um, but, yeah. you know, just seeing what he's done defensively, I think that's what where our team lacks at Wait, this point. Wait, who'd you guys so, hire? Uh, Brian Staley. Who's that? Or, uh, he's from the, um, from the, the Rams? Brandon Staley. Yeah, Rams defensive coordinator. He didn't do anything on defense. He got Jalen Ramsey and, if, and Aaron if, Donald. If, <laughs> if, 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 Give me Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Hey, you rush and you cover him. <laughs> Everything else falls into place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just don't do it. What? I, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I think you guys are hot on offense. I mean, there, there wasn't any problem there. I mean, Herbert went through like 300 yards right his first game, right? This is this is why this is why I'm hard on Josh Allen because we are we we look at we we want to praise Josh Allen for and, and right now Justin Herbert is better than Josh Allen right now. We look at Josh Allen's Wait, record. What did you just say? Justin Herbert is better than Josh Allen. Oh we look God. at Herbert. Oh we we look at Herbert's rookie rookie uh, season in fifteen games. Broke just about every record possible. Did he not? Yeah. And but, Josh Allen's but, rookie year, they were still wondering if he was even going to be the guy. Now, Josh Allen. Allen Josh Allen has the. Josh Allen. He's developed. Justin Herbert. <laughs> no rookie year. He's developed though. Josh Allen has developed a lot. He's come a long way yeah. from being the yeah. person that we don't know if he's the guy to now you got your franchise quarterback. So oh, I'm just well, glad who that. Who's the first? Who's the first pick from the 2018 draft to be an AFC championship game? <laughs> 
not Baker, not Donald, not Jackson, not Rosen. It's Allen. I know. I give you that. I give you that. I'm just saying. Did you just say that Justin Herbert yes. was? Oh yes. my god. I know. He had a better rookie year than Josh Allen is what you're saying. He had a better well, sure. I, I don't want to say he had a better season than him this year because obviously look at where he's at and look at where Josh Allen is. Well that's at, just not true. You can't that, say uh, that. Yeah, that's why I'm not gonna be I'm not delusional, I'm not gonna say that. But So you why know. are you saying he's better than him? You see his oh arm? Oh my god. You see the arm of this he guy? He had a head to head matchup this year and oh. y'all lost. No, I guess Jamarcus Russell is good too. <laughs> <laughs> we're just looking at arm strength is all he's doing alright Clover well, we appreciate you joining and okay. I'm sure we'll be talking thanks for we'll be, having me on guys we'll be talking Good smack soon alright bye all right. <sighs> I almost walked away what you mean <laughs> just hey. Justin Herbert isn't better than 25 quarterbacks in the NFL right just now. cause you haven't seen film of him I watched the games I don't need to go back and watch film all right, so let's go ahead and move on because we'll be going back and forth again uh, with this all day. Uh, the NFC, we just said it before. Uh, as far as my new coach got smacked um, against the Packers, uh, that was Devontae Adams might be the best receiver in the league. Might be. He, Who's he, better? He might be. I mean, some will still say Michael Thomas. You still got him in there. You got D-Hop. Yo, shout out to I Michael mean, Thomas. He. He played through apparently like yeah, five or six man. injuries this year. Play for he's going QB. To have, he's going to have four surgeries in the offseason at least. So shout out to him. I think you're crazy for doing that, but whatever. Good job. You're a tough guy. Man of the year. Yeah. But you're not better than DeAndre Hopkins or our, um, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams right yeah. now. I'm sorry, buddy. I mean, last year you were. When you went crazy last year, you were. The only person who can have a comp- who can really have this conversation. Say D-Hop? No. It's Stephon oh. Diggins. Stephon Diggins. He's, he's got the most receptions and the most yards. That's the only argument because when you line up against him, there's nobody that's doing what he's doing. Uh, yeah. And and Stefan Diggs got other weapons around him. <laughs> like I can't name somebody else who Aaron Rodgers has thrown a pass to. I'm lying. You right? can because we've watched. But still, that's just because you probably do this. I mean, you you're a football fan, so right. you know. But I get your point. But though. still, like they're not threats. Yeah, I mean, and then Rodgers too. I don't want to sit there and you know, I mean, him with with the way he had to play against that that uh, that defense with the pump fake running into the end zone, uh, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones had a good game, one yard under a hundred yards, um, and Lazard with that big play too, uh, right across the middle where, where Rodgers threw that to him. So this offense definitely is is a problem, and you know we'll see. So Devontae, what did Devontae do? He got a touchdown. How many catches though? Because I mean, I don't think. And here's one thing too: we were we were looking forward to that matchup. We were actually looking forward to DK and and um, and and Jalen. And now we got Devontae and Jalen. So, um, but I think Jalen doesn't travel though, huh? He doesn't. He traveled. He he traveled and look what happened. He wants to yell at somebody else because he was showing man running back across, and then he wanted to get mad at somebody else for not traveling with him when you were covering him all the way on the end traveled all the way with him you guys didn't you go this way the next person linebacker goes in you guys didn't shift down and then you travel with them back and then he wants to get mad at the the linebacker or the corner or whatever because he didn't go to as well so well that's um, not that's that could still be a thing 
Well, but I mean, well, if that's the case, he shouldn't have been traveling with them all the way down. Oh, that's not true. There, there's pre-snap and post-snap stuff. He could be a man, and if if the routes cross, or if the, I didn't see, I don't know the route you're talking about, but if the routes, yeah, cross, it was it was the one, then, he, it was the one he scored the touchdown on. Yeah, he, I see, that's what I'm saying. When it lined up, he showed man. He was covering one on one with Devontae. Devontae went in motion. He followed him all the way over. And then when they went all the way back, I understand that they point. hiked it. And then, but at that point, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, did they cross in the route? Did he cross anybody in the route? This was just in motion. No, I, I know. I'm saying, oh post no, nobody else was over there. It was just one guy. And he didn't it was just that was Devonte was over here. He went over here and then he came back. And Jalen was just a little slow to it because obviously you don't know when they say in hike. Right. So he hit the Jets when he said hike, and then it was just one yard up and then look back. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so it, it was a – like you said, I don't know what type of defense they were in. He showed man. Therefore, I mean, you can't be mad at somebody else because you couldn't keep up with your man. No, and that's what I'm saying. I, I, didn't, I didn't know the player you're talking about, but I'm saying you could be in man coverage and follow him, and then if two receivers come together or if you guys cross, you guys can still switch. Banjo. Yeah, but this, this, was all, is what we call it. this was all just pre-motion. So, And at that point, let's say, for instance, if – that person does go with Devontae. Jalen's already thinking, man, Devontae, that's my guy. Let me go with him. Then you leave somebody else open. So regardless, I mean, you, you want to sit there and point the finger. I mean, you just you just got beat. So, um, and to answer your question, yeah, nine receptions. Um, oh, yeah, again. Yeah, nine yeah. receptions, 66 yards. Oh, not, not big yards. So, but, hey, I mean, got the job done with that with that touchdown, I guess. And, and going up against oh, the Rams man. defense. So, um, Slim Mucho, what's up, Jers? On to the Bucks and the Saints, um, which possibly might be Drew Brees' last game. Um, what, one other thing I'll say, too, I think it's crazy to think that Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, two arguably top 10 quarterbacks of all time, have only been to one Super Bowl. Granted, they won that one, but it's just kind of crazy to think that. It's really hard to get there, bro. It's, it's hard. And then I was just telling somebody else this today. You were in a... A, a era of Tom Brady. It's just with. It's essentially just like LeBron. You're in that LeBron era of didn't make it to the finals. Well, shoot, got LeBron Brady. So and and you had Peyton Manning in there too. And yeah, Peyton. <laughs> I mean, Ben won a couple. Eli won yeah, a couple too. So it was really four quarterbacks that mm-hmm. won the greater part of two decades. Yeah, you know, so or a decade and a half. So I think, but that's I, I know you just brought up LeBron, and I think that's why. For me, I put them so high just because you see in every sport, like not just in uh, football or basketball, but you see in every sport, baseball, uh, hell, hockey, everything. It's so hard to get there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everything has to go right just to get there. So for me, that's a big deal. But but yeah, it was, it was dope to see these two go at it. Um, it was a good game. I, I've been saying it's hard to beat a team three times. Yeah. Um, just the familiarity when you got a guy, especially like Tom Brady, like photographic memory of defenses and stuff like that. Like you're you're gonna have to do some things differently and hope it works. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he knows everything else that you've done to him. So, and Breeze played horrible that last game. I mean, Jameis Winston was the better quarterback on the field. Um, Taysom Hill was. I think they've missed Taysom Hill a lot. Although is Taysom a great quarterback? No. But he plays a big role in the offense. I think Sean. Wild today. What? Seamus Winston threw one pass in a trick play. And he was still better than Breeze. Breeze played horrible. That's wild. Breeze played horrible, man. I mean, and that's the thing. He should have. He should have been benched essentially at halftime. You know, but but also too, this goes to show. This is why Taysom was used so much. 
I think that they've seen years, and and I told you this. I told you this. I want. It might have been a year and a half ago or whatever. Drew Brees is regressing. We've seen his arm just get. I don't want to call it a noodle arm, but we've seen him not be able to make throws time and time again, week after week. Yeah, it's because y'all weak ass charters didn't rehab him right. That's why he left y'all in the first place. But this is like, why? <laughs> like how? That was, how are you I, saying Jameis Winston's a? I'm, I'm flabbergasted. He threw one ball on a trip play. He didn't have to read a defense. The guy was wide open running down the field, and it was like just don't, just don't miss him. Breeze got three picks. The okay, let's talk about him. The last one, for example, it hit his receiver in his hands. That's Drew Breeze's fault. Hey man, the answer is no. What hey, was the other one? What? I don't know all of them off the top of my head, but I mean, nineteen for thirty-four hundred. He couldn't even get one hundred fifty yards. He just praised Lamar Jackson and said he needed receivers. Maybe, maybe he needs another receiver. No, Drew maybe. Brees needs to retire. Maybe. You got Michael maybe Thomas. Michael Thomas, you got good enough. Okay, well, here's the thing, and, and on top of that, he was held to, to no, catches. no catches. No catches. I mean, yes, he was hurt, but I mean, if, if you're you are you Brees. Uh, but here's the thing. Yes, he probably would have got open, but if Drew Brees don't have the arm to get it to him, what good is that? He's been getting it to him all year, buddy. All year? Minus three games? Yeah, maybe Taysom Hill was giving it to him. Pause. Taysom Hill didn't throw the ball except for those three games. He he, he threw he had some and, touchdowns. And, and this is a good example. But they do those trick plays though. This is why Taysom Hill is effective. For the same reason Lamar Jackson's effective. You have to prepare for so much when he comes in the game. Not because he's a great thrower, or not because he's a great like quarterback, it's just because there are so many different things he can do when he's in the game. True. And Lamar Jackson is the same way, but for the whole you know sixty minutes. And as a defense, you're gonna call me crazy for this, but as a defense, when you just have Drew Brees at quarterback, your job gets a lot easier. No, I'm not calling you crazy. That's a hundred percent accurate. And and the Tampa Bay Bucks, their job was a lot easier with Taysom Hill out because now yeah. you don't have to worry about Taysom coming in and is he gonna run? Is he gonna pass? Well, what saw, is he gonna do? That's so you saw that on the trick play. Right? Well, yeah. When when they saw a different look, they got screwed up and wide open for a forty yard touchdown. Like it's that's I'm not. I agree with you one hundred percent. So man. that's and I mean, I'm, and looking up to the other side. I mean, Tom Brady didn't. He he played somewhat of a decent. He didn't turn the ball over, but he plays a decent game. Didn't even get two hundred yards. Um, that's definitely not going to cut it against Green Bay in that offense. But um, you, I want to uh, shout you out for a second. You, we were talking preseason and. Um, you you were saying that um, Leonard Fournette was going to play a huge role uh, in this offense, and he he hadn't oh, crap. he hadn't he hadn't had a huge role yet. I've tried. I need that. He had he hadn't had a huge game yet, but I think now they're going to start relying on him in this offense uh, as far as down the road. So when you get it, definitely when you have a big back like that, I mean he's definitely going to. Uh, come in handy so and, and Rojo's been the guy all year and they've been saying that he's going to be the guy but now it's like you, you're showing them a different um, somewhat of different scheme when you got LeGarrette Blunt. now you got somebody that's going to run between the tackles versus yeah. you know the speedster out the, out the back and, and I, I remember that conversation it was right when he got signed actually he mm-hmm. got let go from Jacksonville yep. and I was like oh wow this is like a perfect fit for him mm-hmm. for one he gets a rest because in Jacksonville they overused him and did, it was like <laughs> Thanks. There you are. Now yep. you're gone. That's it. But also, he's in a better system. Just to your exact point, in Jacksonville, all you had to do was prepare for him, right? So he's going up against eight, the eight, box, eight boxes, seven-man boxes. 
And now he's on a team where you can't put seven in a box, bro. You got yeah. A.B., you got Godwin, you got Mike Evans, you got like... Gronk, whenever he wants to be Gronk. So you so. can't, you literally can't stack a box against his team. So he's running against defenses as soft as he's seen his whole career. Yeah. So he's going to be more productive. Um, he's getting older, but I mean, that's like 28. <laughs> Yeah. So that's old and running back. Yeah, yeah when like, you turn yeah. 30, you, I mean, there's not too many Frank Gores and APs and, that's you know, so. Um, but speaking of running backs, I meant to say this earlier. Mark Ingram is, this dude is going to be a, he's, for one, you can, you can probably get him for cheap. He didn't play all last year. Uh, but I honestly think that the Chargers, if we can muster up some money to, to pay him, take a chance on him. I think he may be 31, 32. I'm about to say, did you just say that was old? Yeah, but but I'm saying, but we know how Mark Ingram runs. He was, last year, he was a huge part of this offense. A year before that, he was with the Saints and played a huge part uh, with that Saints before they brought in Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray also, too, didn't play for the Saints. That was another uh, another big thing. So, Yo, uh, so, so this is what I say about Mark Ingram. I like Mark Ingram. Like, I'm a Mark Ingram fan. Shout out to him and his family, right? Right. But... This is what scares me. The same thing I say about um, Lamar Jackson. There's somebody, they're seeing something in that in that room to why they have Gus Edwards dressing above you, why they're giving the ball to J.K. J.K. Dobbins over you. And they drafted him high, J.K., so. Yeah, but I'm just saying. It don't make no sense. When you want to win, it doesn't matter how high somebody's drafted. Like when you're in the playoffs, I don't care that he's but, but you're gonna But man. you're going to invest in somebody that you draft that high is all I'm saying. I agree. I, what about Gus Edwards? He was getting he was getting I, carries over. That's Mark what I'm saying. I don't understand. And a lot of people saying he was banged up, but dude wasn't that hurt all year. I think he had one touchdown all year. So something just doesn't add up. That's that's all I'm saying. And so, everybody keeps saying, you know, give Lamar more weapons and this and that. I'm and they built that team the way they did for a reason because they see him every day. And all I'm saying is they played Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins over Mark Ingram for a reason. I don't know whether it was him being hurt. If he's hurt, I hope he gets healthy. But whatever the reason is, it, there's there has to be a reason. You know what I'm saying? You don't sit yeah. a running back who you know was second on your team and carries the whole year just for the heck of it in the playoffs. Even the regular season, like it, just, it just I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But I do think he's he's from he ha- sack New Jersey. I never been there. Never. I just like to say it. Hack and sack. <laughs> it's like, what did that come from? <laughs> I, just, um, I just looking at that. But, but I definitely do think, Drew, what's up? Big trust. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely going to be a, a running back that's going to give some team uh, a little edge in, in the future. And I, I would love I, for us to go after him. He'd be pretty good with, you think, him and uh, him and Eckler. Him and Eckler would be the perfect combination because we, we had uh, Brian Balaj, I think his name is. He was, he was in Miami for a little bit. Blige. He was... He was in and out the lineup. We had some other two young bulls, but you know none of them none of them panned out. So we got Eckler. No, we know. <laughs> so we got Eckler, and, and so I just think that would be a, a great fit. But uh, yeah, so so looking to this game, um, I just think there's something we got to appreciate. You know, going seeing two legends in Brady and and uh, Rodgers going up against each other. You have a great receiving core. Well, you got Adams and you got A.B., who was once the best receiver in the league. Mike Evans, he's still up there. Uh, just a whole receiving and core. Young, and a real young boy in Godwin. Yeah, yeah. He's been so, dropping some balls lately, but he's still a problem. Right. So I, I just think this is going to be right, a great did game. See, did you see the rookie they had at receiver make that crazy third down catch? Um, it was like a – it was a – 
like a back shoulder fade, and Brady threw a bullet, and he like had to reach back and snagged it. I don't know if you saw it, but I, I, I like, want to say I think I did. Yeah, I thought it was AB at first, and then it was like, oh, this is the rookie. I was like, damn, yeah, it's a hell of a catch. But right, so I mean, we'll, we'll see how this this plays Brady, out. The but... Chiefs losing this week. Everybody said it, Brady. Sorry, I didn't say it though. I think they're gonna win. Oh. Um, My cousin was a Chiefs fan. She just hopped on live. Okay. I hate the Chiefs, but they're going to smack the Bills. <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll get into this last NFL topic, and then we'll switch over to NBA. Deshaun Watson. Is there any chance he comes back, or is Give he, is he done? Give him free. I don't, I don't see why he comes back. They've done everything to show you that, <laughs> that they're not trying to win. Houston, I hate we to have say a, that. Houston's Houston, right we now, have bro. a problem. Houston, I'll be there this weekend. Don't beat me up. And now, on top of that, what coach is going to want to go there now? You couldn't pay a coach. And also, too, by the way, I don't, I'm just going back to us, it was a point that popped in my head. We're cheap, too, Chargers. So we're not going to oh. pay top dollar to get no. We're not paying $12 well, million dollars a year. Mark Henry can't ask. Mark Henry. Mark Ingram can't ask for $12 million dollars a year. Yeah. Well, well, no. I'm just saying for a head coach. Oh, oh that's why oh, I was my fault. Oh, my fault. Sorry. Yeah. So for a head coach, like we're we're cheap. So even getting the offensive coordinator for the Bills, like we're cheap. We're not gonna pay top dollar for. So, but but looking at the Bills, I mean, I'm sorry, the the Texans. What coach is gonna want to go there? They gonna get a black coach. <laughs> I'm serious. They gonna get somebody who's looking for opportunity. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be a black head coach. Somebody who's been overlooked for some of these other jobs, and and he's gonna get and them. They, and he ain't gonna get paid. Well, I mean, I don't want to talk about you know his money, but it's not gonna cost much to to get him because that's definitely not an attractive job at all. I mean, you got JJ Watt. What else? And that's the only way you, I think you compete, Lamar or uh, what's the name there too, Watson. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I think he's done, man. I, I would be done. I, I think he's done. I would have been done after. I would have set out after they traded D Hop. Because your best, and we we just talked about it, top two, three receiver, whatever you want to, whatever place you want to put him. No, I agree with you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. She she just said anything is possible if Mahomes doesn't get cleared to play. Brandy, Brandy. He had a great run. That's about it. (laughs) Hey, Brandy, if Mahomes don't play, don't even watch the game. Just just look at the updates on your phone because it ain't going to be pretty. Yeah, that was was, uh, (laughs) the – yeah. He had that one good run and got oh, all excited. Didn't even run. get the first down. Hell of a run. <laughs> Didn't even get the first. And then, you but know. And, and he made a great play towards the end. He made that great pass. Out the, and Tony Romo, would you shut up? Nobody wants to hear you predict, predict, oh, yeah, they're going to do this. This won't happen. Oh, yeah, there's no way they're going to do this. They're going to try to get him to go offside. Oh, they hiked it. Uh, shut up, Tony. Let us watch the game. Stop trying to predict everything and think you're smarter than everybody. I said this last year. I'm going to say it again. Tony, You've been waiting. And you had to wait a year for him to get one wrong. <laughs> I, I can't watch Tony one more game. Well, just don't listen to what the music what the I, I got to watch it now. But normally I, normally, normally, normally I watch Red Zone, so it's, it's – you know, back and forth, but that's how it is. Uh, uh, Troy funny. Aikman and Joe Buck do the best in NFL or NFC game, and then yo, they pay him t- that much money because of his mind, because he could do that. You know, that, right? They need to pay him to shut up and just let but that's let, not let, let the game breathe. That's not. He sounded stupid. He looked stupid. Oh, I can't believe they did. I've never seen that before. You Tony. had to wait all year long for him to get look. That that was by far run. one of the worst calls predictions ever. Like that was bad. He gets that them was all bad. right, though. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. 
All right, anyways. And you've watched more than one game with Tony Romo this year. But where are we at now? All right, so, um, yeah. Other than that, I think I think he uh, Deshaun Watson, he has to go. There. I don't know where he goes. I wouldn't. He's out there. I, I wouldn't stay. So um, let's get to some NBA action. There's uh, NBA. Harden is probably uh, no, Harden, one, one of the. I need your diet, bro. One one of the biggest topics, uh, but I don't think there's a topic bigger than Kyrie Irving right now. So without further ado, I give you guys Marlon Pierce. <laughs> Yo, look. I just want to say this about Kyrie Irving and about this whole situation. First off, I want to say, shame on everybody who has something bad to say about him. Because if I go to your boss, to your supervisor, your company, and I ask them, have you ever called out sick? Have you ever no called, no show? Have you ever called out for personal reasons? I guarantee they're going to say, oh, yeah, this one time, you know, their, their dog got sick and they miss work. Okay. Kyrie is a grown blank man and can do whatever he wants. I don't care what contract he signed. At the end of the day, there's sick days at any job you go to, NBA included. He has sick time. You know, we don't know that, but he does. He just doesn't get paid for it. <laughs> um, and then, like, li- li- listen to this. This is the other part. The part that Stephen A. Smith wouldn't tell you. And I'm glad ESPN finally posted it two weeks later. That he should retire or? No, C.A. Smith said he should retire. That's why I addressed yeah. him. Donated $323,000 to Feeding America. Partnered with City Harvest to ensure 250,000 meals were distributed to New Yorkers during the pandemic. Partnered with Nike to donate 17 pallets of food and masks um, to Standing Rock in Sioux Falls when they were fighting the, the oil companies. Paid off college tuition for nine HBCU students at Lincoln uh, University. Purchased a house for the family of George Floyd. By the way, that's something that the government or the city or America should have done anyway. And they probably should do something like that for all the innocent black men that were killed by police over the past couple of years. But that's another story. We won't even go down that route. I'm going to say one more thing that that Kyrie uh, has done. Kyrie, and, and, and this isn't... He doesn't do these things to get credit for him. But I'm not even going to say that. You'll hear about it later, and I'll come back and tell you guys. This is what I was talking about when I said it. But anyway, this guy is donating his life to helping others. I'm sorry, Stephen A. Smith, that he didn't entertain you for the past two weeks on a basketball court and sing and dance and dribble like the monkey you think he should be because he signed a piece of paper. That's not how it works. He, he, he cares about people. So when when something happened, he said he had personal issues and his family and stuff going on. We already seen him not want to go to the bubble because of social injustice last year. Like Kyrie's not a he's not a very selfish person. So when something like this goes on, why is the first thing he jumped to retire? I don't think he's the first person that has not played because of personal reasons. Matter of fact, I'm sure he's not. I do think he's the first person that they've said should retire because of personal reasons. Yeah. Like, he didn't miss a season. <laughs> he missed two weeks. And now all of a sudden, this 27, was he, 28-year-old yeah. is supposed to retire because he didn't come on the court and perform for you like he was supposed to? That's stupid, bro. And, and I got a lot of respect for Stephen A. Smith. He's been doing his job for a long time. I don't like him because of stuff like this. 
But it's like, bro, you got to chill. Every, you go too far. And it seems like he only does this for black athletes, bro. That's why I don't like him. Like, if, if Baker Mayfield was out for two weeks, he wouldn't tell him to retire. When, when uh, uh, Johnny Manziel was, was running crazy and doing whatever he wanted to, he never told him to retire. He just told him to get his mind right. Mental health is real, for one. We have to start acknowledging that. We can't pick and choose when we're okay with it. When Dak's brother kills himself, they, everybody's sympathetic because he said he's going through some things. Just because you don't know what happened in Kyrie's family doesn't mean we can't be sympathetic to it. Because if something happens to Steve Naismith's family and he misses a show or two, nobody's going to tell him to retire. <laughs> they just accept it and move on. It's none of our business what's going on in Kyrie's life. But what is our business? And, and Well, it's not our business either, but this is what he is doing. He's contributing to other people, helping out, giving back. And, and I saw a post say that, you know, this isn't what the NBA pays him for. You're absolutely right. This money was already Kyrie's for, for things that he had already done. He earned it. He had already earned this money. And once you earn the money, you can do whatever you want with it. Whether you're, whether you're Patrick Mahomes and you want to go buy a baseball team or whether you're Kyrie Irving and you want to donate it to, you know, 323,000 people. <laughs> like... You do whatever you want with the money once it's yours. Yes, he's forfeiting the money he didn't get. Almost a million dollars, right? And fines and, and missed salary. 50000 yeah, this and that. Yeah. Yo, if that man's willing to, to sacrifice that, who am I to tell him to go make money? So that's all I got, man. I don't, I, I said way too much. <laughs> man. I went on a rant, but like, it's, it's just crazy to me that. People, people talk about Kyrie. They say, oh, he's he's not healthy. Oh, he's never this. Oh, he's never that. Oh, you don't know what you're going to get from him. I think the guy is kind of wild for saying the earth is flat, bro. But what they're killing him for has nothing to do with that. <laughs> like He's really out here helping people and trying to deal with things that are really going on in his life. Yeah. I. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree uh, for one. I just it, – it, it's just tough for – some people and, I, and when you when you hear about what he was doing and why he was you know where he was at and and the, the contributions that he had you're like oh okay I get it I'm a big person in communication I tell my wife all the time like she had horrible communication when we met and I'm just a big believer in just communication if you call in sick or whatever okay cool but you communicate that to your 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 boss your this or that whoever. All I'm saying is it should have been communicated because when Steve Nash has to go to the press and it's like, oh, yeah, well, where's Kyrie? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I reached out to him. He didn't get back to me. So at that point, we're is something wrong with him. Is he OK? Like so. But, you know, but if you have things that you have to do, if you feel that it's upon your heart to go in and help families and, and pay this and pay that and, and, and give to others. Cool. You know. No, I, I agree with you on, on that. Like, that's cool. But this is my problem with it. Who had a problem with it in the Nets organization? Not one person came out on the Nets and said, Kyrie is becoming a distraction. He hasn't called me. He hasn't done this. He hasn't done that. If Steve Nash would have said that on the podium, what Steve Nash said is he didn't answer my phone call. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he didn't, he didn't talk to the guy who wrote the checks. That was never said. And for me, I'm going to tell you the truth. So, so I'm going to get personal. Like, you just gave an example with your family. My daughter's, my youngest daughter's mom just had, just had COVID, right? Mm-hmm. If God forbid, like she's better now, so I don't mind talking about it. But God forbid something happened to her. If something happens to her, do you think the first person I'm going to think about calling is my boss? 
Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what happened in Kyrie's life. I don't know. I can't speak to that. But all I'm saying is there are things that happen in life where the first thing you think about is not your job. I hope that they would understand once I do talk to them and, and, you know, tell them what happened. Right. But if they don't, I still got to be there for my family. I still got to go back. I still got to be there. You know what I'm saying? I still got to take care of that first. So, like, like I said, I don't know what happened with him and what he was going through, but I don't care if your job is a mailman. I don't care if your job is, you know, for me, I work for insurance company. I don't care if your job is an NBA player, or NFL player. Your job should never be the first thing you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not an NBA player. He's a man, and he's shown us that. Like, he's an NBA player, maybe second or third, but that's not what he is or who he is. So that's all I'm trying to say with all this. Like, there are things in life that are more important than work, no matter what it is that you're doing. I don't care if you're the president of the United States. Like, there are some things that are bigger than work. That's all. I agree. I agree. So, um, yeah, man. I, I just think that. And, and I think he. So, yes, so. Sir. Yes, sir. He back and they're going to kill. Yeah. That, that, that's that's, that's where I was going. Yeah. Y'all too. So, Harden gets what he wants. He gets the trade. Drops. To, looks like 30 pounds overnight. It could have just been the clothes. It could have. Nah, shout shout out to the announcer that was like James Harden definitely had a a, a pregame meal. Uh, <laughs> like that. That was the most. That was hilarious. Uh, so yeah, man. I mean, it's just looking at this team and how this offense is gelling and with the way they play with each other. I think it's great. Um, I actually said this pre uh, before the season started. I said it's only going to take some time for Kyrie to start acting like Kyrie. And when he first had his absence, I was like, yep, there goes Kyrie being Kyrie, you know, and Kyrie has his ways of doing other things, whether he's he's pouting or he's mad or 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 whatever. I still personally think that this is going to be one of those cases. I don't think they'll win a championship this year. I do think they may win next year or and, and, and so on. Um, but, you know, with that gelling within crunch time, I don't think they've had enough um, history, if you will, chemistry to although they've played with each other here and there or, or in the past. But eventually, I do think, though, though, if they can get this core together, get some more free agents as the Lakers did for, for league minimums, guys that just want to go and, and ring chase, this is a team that, that we will be watching out for in the future. Yeah, for sure. And for the rest I of the I can't even hate. You know me. <laughs> for the rest of the NBA's sake, y'all better hope it's not this year. Because – and here's the thing. I think just seeing how we've watched them play without Kyrie – you got to realize when when these three the, these three aren't going to be on the floor at the same time. Not the whole game. Le, LeBron and AD they haven't they're not always on the floor at the same time the whole game. So when when Kyrie's sitting, we now see what what we have right now with when Kyrie's on the bench. When we have Kyrie and KD, we've already seen you know what they're able to do. Now with all three of them, I mean there is only one ball. I will continue to say that. So KD has shown he's been unselfish. Um, and and at least for me, I, I'm seeing James Harden become a little unselfish too as well. James Harden averaged a triple double for a season. Yeah, like it's not it's not crazy to see he's, his first two games with the team. He's averaging like 32, 10, and ten. I know he didn't have a triple double last game, but the game before he had like twelve assists, so mm-hmm. our twelve rebounds. Yeah, this is going to be a problem. And I'm glad you mentioned what you said. Like you can you can stagger a rotation. Yeah, oh definitely. So. So they're all there's uh there's 90 plus possessions for each team in an NBA game. Are you telling me that's 
if they both shoot thirty, if they all three shoot thirty shots, they're not gonna be happy. I'm gonna be. They don't even need thirty shots each because they're too. They're they're all efficient enough to to get 30, 30 plus without that. But I'm just saying, it's not. You're gonna have nights where KD has a hot hand, and he gets thirty five shots. You're gonna have, you know, nights where Kyrie's going crazy. But I think what's the biggest thing that they have to happen have happen is Kyrie get comfortable playing off the ball again. And I don't think it's the biggest deal, uh, as big a deal as people are making it seem, because he did that with LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're, let's not forget he averaged 27 in the finals off the ball with LeBron. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I think you only put James Harden on the ball because he's such a willing passer. Yeah, like he can get his buckets whenever the heck he wants. But he's also creating for others. We saw his first game. Uh, KD had 42. So it's not like he's not going to get him going. He's not going to get him involved. But I think the biggest time this all comes to form is when the playoffs come, the game slows down, you need guys to get shots in the last 10 seconds of a shot clock. You got three guys that can do it. And shout out James, and I believe this was last night or the night before, James takes the last second shot, misses it, gets his own rebound, which we don't normally see too much because he isn't quick to take that shot and back up. But gets his own rebound, dishes to KD. KD hits that three. So they're both missing. That's yeah. <laughs> we, no, we've seen we've seen Kyrie and KD do it once. I mean, but but like you said, I mean, you you can't make all of them. It's not like Jordan missed last second. You know, Kobe missed last second uh, shots too as well. So and I and I'm going and and Rod, you right, bro. They they need. I think they need. Oh yeah, defense. They <laughs> they. I think this is what they need more than defense, though. I think they need rebounding more than defense. And you got DJ that's out there. He going. You know, yeah, but DJ only, what, 10, 11 rebounds? He and, ain't going to get you 20. And KD don't stay down low like that because he's... That's what I've been watching. Yeah. KD, KD had 10 rebounds his last game, but the first game James was there. And James had a triple double, so he had 12, 10, 12 rebounds that game. But one of them guys have to have, be in double digits rebounding. Jeff Green is a name that you guys are going to see, and it's going oh, to have yes. to come up big for them defensively. On, you know, because DeAndre's DeAndre. DeAndre Jordan's going to rebound. He's going to play defense. He's going to be their enforcer. But he has one of those thir- three guys, and I'm saying Kyrie, Katie, and um, James, one of them got a rebound. And they got to be at about 10 rebounds each game. They don't have to do it individually every game, but you know each, each one is going to have to step in and do it. Jared, Jared Allen was tough giving it away, uh, giving him away. I agree with you. Um, Shout out to Chris LeVert, too. Um, just knowing that, because you, you got to go through those physicals whenever you go and get traded and all that stuff. Um, he was saying this is probably one of the best things that ever happened to him, finding that that mass on his on his kidney. So um, I think that was you know it's it's just everything happens for a reason. And you know when you're in season in game, you you don't necessarily need to go through another physical until you know off seasons or whatever and all that. But um, the fact that he did find that, I mean, it, it possibly did save his life. And shout out to Megan. Um... Part of half of a pretty, pretty privileged privilege. podcast because she shouted me out on this post that they posted today on this comment because last week, right after the trade was made and they um, ESPN posted it, like you know he had the his physical and everything, and I was like, "Yo, imagine the trade that you didn't think you wanted ended up being the trade that saves your life." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's crazy going from 
damn, I like we got a real chance to compete for a championship if I stay. Yeah. Now I'm going to a team that's not going to be competing for a championship. Right. And just being a little down, and as a player, that happens, bro. You know, you've mm-hmm. seen people go from you know the Patriots to the Browns, or you know whoever the, the Patriots to the Cardinals. Yeah. But. This was one of those situations, and then it turns out it could be the trade that saves his life. Definitely. So that's, that's crazy. Definitely. So um, another thing, too, I know you always end up getting on Giannis. We did see KD get a little physical with Giannis for whatever reason. I don't know if it was he's just trying to show, oh, yeah, hey, I'm this big, bad, tough guy. But You talking about on that fast break? On a fast break, and then there was another one where he he bumped him, just went into him, and just bumped him. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, he got a little chip on his shoulder. I mean, he's he's. Oh no, they're definitely the villains of the East right now. Yeah, you got three guys that left situations that were pretty good for them at least, and they're they all kind of left in ways that mm-hmm. people didn't like. Right. Whether it was Kyrie with Cleveland and Boston, um, KD obviously how he left OKC, and then how he left the Warriors, uh, and then James, we all just see how he left Houston, like. Get me the heck out of here. So Exactly. I think they're the villains of the East for sure. Um, I think they're the best team in the East. I said that before the trade. Um, I don't think you add James Harden and get worse. Regardless of what you had to give up, I don't think that. You'll, you'll find a way. You, yeah. you'll, you'll find a way. As much as I like to to hate on 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 them and, and it's only one ball, this and that, blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you'll find a way, some way to make it work. You have as a coach. You know, Steve Nash will figure out different rotations to get these guys going, and and uh, they'll definitely make I think some that's noise. The biggest thing is the rotation. Make sure they all get in a rhythm, so when you're in the fourth quarter, they're all ready to. And with it being a seven-two game season, with with the amount of back-to-backs you have, okay, KD's most likely going to sit more than anybody, just because of his Achilles. You don't want to burn him out. Although he had essentially about a year and a half off, you don't want to burn somebody like that out. So as he sits. Then you have Kyrie and and Harden, and then you see the chemistry that they're going to build together. So um, I highly doubt that Harden would take any nights off. I mean, I think he's good. Uh, Kyrie might have some. Kyrie's always hurt, so um, he may have like little rest days here and there. But you you definitely can can kind of make some. Uh, and shout out my man Too Easy. He's in the Instagram comments. He said, "Who sacrifices shots?" And I think for it to be effective, they all have to sacrifice maybe Equal five shots a game. Yeah, each. But I think James Harden does the facilitating. So maybe he doesn't shoot his floater a couple times when he gets in the lane and he kicks it out to Kyrie for open shot or KD, whatever the case is. So I think I think Kyrie sacrifices the most just for not having the ball in his hands all the time. But I think um, as far as volume shots, maybe James sacrifices the most. Come on. Yeah, so um, one more topic that I have, too. I, I said this comment, I want to say, probably before the season started. We are going to see Steph Curry have, if, if he's going to want to prove to everybody that he's elite, this and that, he doesn't need doesn't need KD, doesn't need this and that, this was going to be the year for him to do it. And we've seen it last night with the Lakers. I mean, he's had, he's going to have to have games like this where he still says, hey, I'm still Steph. I can still carry the, or I can carry this team. I'm capable of doing it. And he showed beating the Lakers last night. Um, is that more him or is that a Lakers meltdown? Um, because I see, a little bit of both. I seen some plays. I mean, the Lakers are still up by like eight. There was a fast break where LeBron just walks to the guy covering at the three point line, and then um, Uber gets a layup on a back door. Like there, hey, there I'm, th- some, I'm 36. Oh, hey. I'm 36. 
agree. That was a dope video too. I'm thirty, and the fact that they they shouted them out too, I think that was probably one of the best things yeah, ever. Just knowing sure. you, you just you just with your boys, just making videos, having fun, and just you're not thinking it's gonna get that big, but you know, yeah, it's just definitely dope. So, um, how do you feel about? Charles Barkley saying that the NBA players and the athletes, they should get their COVID vaccines first. I don't know if you heard that or not. I didn't hear that, but I'm, I don't know if I said it on here. I just, the history in this country with vaccines and, you know, people that look kind of like me, um, I'm not first in line for it. And I think it should be a choice regardless. I don't care which way you choose. I support it either way. Um, but I think it should be a choice whether people get the vaccine or not. I don't think because, you know, they're in this company, they should have to do that. Yeah. And I definitely don't think that they should be first. Like there are other people in the world that need exactly. the vaccine. And that's if it, you know, if it does what it's yeah. supposed to do more than people, young athletes who, who are in the best physical shapes of anybody in the world. Oh yeah. Like just as you said with the whole Kyrie thing, there are things that are bigger then sports. So, you know, when you have people that are the frontline workers, you know, and then now it's trickling down to, you know, this second phase of people. I mean, with athletes, I mean, what's more important, you know, the first responders or your entertainment right. at that point? So, right. um, right. shout out to, to Charlie and Vern jumping on the live. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Other than that, man, uh, the versus is was supposed to be about a month ago. Ashanti and Keisha Cole is back. So Mike. it'll be on, it'll be on Thursday. So uh, I I initially came out and was like Ashanti's going to wax Keisha Cole, but looking at it, it's it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna be even. We had so yeah. behind the scenes we had a little yeah. mini uh, yeah. I guess versus battle if you will with with our uh, our Apple Music or whatever. So I, I played a hit, he played a hit, all that stuff, and I was like, man, Ashanti don't have that many hits. Now she has. We got to see if she's going to come out and play a ton of features with, with Ja and all that. No, you're going to have to put an asterisk. Code. You got to put an asterisk on those. So, yeah, that's but, her cheat code. But Keisha has albums upon albums where it's just fire. Just straight her, just crying about how she mad that a dude did her wrong. And then she got one song talking about love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, Keisha's a problem. And shout out to Ashanti. She was just in that Murder, Inc. conglomerate where it was her. Like, she was the little sis. She was the girl in the group that... She was the, the female Murder, Inc. or whatever they yeah, called it. Yeah, she, she was like the queen of Murder, Inc. So I think it was definitely going to be um, close. Because yeah. only, they're only playing a minute clip. So she can sing her little bridge and her, you know what I'm saying, the hook. And she and it won't... And, and it's a super popular song. So people are going to rock with it. That's where I feel it, it. You should be disqualified if you're coming in and you're just singing a hook, like if Wayne did a a verse, mm-hmm. a verses, and he did "Make It Rain." Yeah, I mean, if this is Guitarra, you know, and he and that's it, and it yeah. just go you that that should be off limits. I agree for you just to do just do a verse. I mean, I need to see you either need to have a verse on the song or it needs to be your song. You can't be out here in verses doing. Now, this is my question, though. Is it different, though, for R&B? Because that's a thing for R&B singers is like the hook. Hey, you hooks could make you big and huge, but I need to see what I need to see your music. But I think if you wrote it, cool. But I need to see your music. Even if you wrote it, a hook is a hook. It's not like it's not as impactful. No, no, I'm saying wrote wrote the whole song. Oh, okay, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then we could talk. That's right. 
That's cool for like Neo and guys like yeah, that. Yeah, right. I, I feel that. Because Neo writing you know, songs for Beyonce, Rihanna. like No, if I wrote a song yeah. for Beyonce, I'm playing it in verses. I don't care who. I don't care what the <laughs> If I wrote a song for Rihanna, it's getting played. Bro. Right, like, right. But no, nah, that's facts. Um, yeah. I think though you'll see a little bit, and this might sound crazy, you're going to see a little bit of that cheat code like you see with Drake when people play their Drake songs. Mm-hmm. You're going to see that with Ja Rule in this one. It's going to be like a cheat code because at that time, bro, 02, 01, 02, like a Ja Rule hook, it was going crazy. Ja Rules, yeah. At, at one point, it may crazy. sound crazy, at one point, Ja Rules was, he was, he was going harder than 50. No, he was absolutely going harder than 50. Like, it may sound crazy. Him. It may sound crazy right now, but at one point, Ja Rule had his hands yeah. on hip hop. If that sounds crazy to you, you're too young. <laughs> yeah, like because then, but, if you don't remember Ja Rule's run, you tripping, or you just wasn't outside yet. Because he had him and you know uh, what's the other Charlie Baltimore, Charlie Baltimore uh, Lil Mo. Yeah. Like he had, I mean, Ja had hits, man. Vinny Vinny Vici and just Pain is Love. Like he was the he was the ja had who hits, popularized man. what we see now, bro. What we see ja with the R&B hits. hooks was Ja Rule. He was the first one that to really be rapping. Yeah, he was the first one to be rapping. And on the then Ashanti came around, and that was like, and they 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 did some. They made some. What was they, the other? What was the dude Lloyd? The Lloyd artist, Southside. The Southside. When we both start singing this around. All right. Other than that, uh, who you got winning this weekend? The Cowboys. Oh boy, that was your Super Bowl prediction, by the way. That is, I made this joke in our group chat, and it didn't go over, so I'm doing it. That was B D. It was it was A D. After that, it don't count. That right. that bet is void. I got the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. This was actually my Super Bowl prediction: the Chiefs and the Bucks. That was my Super Bowl prediction. However, I do think uh, Aaron Rodgers. It's time for him to get another one. If he's trying to solidify this legacy, which some will say it's already solidified with that one Super Bowl ring, but Aaron Rodgers is too great of a quarterback to just have one championship under his belt so especially last year because he was we, we forget Whoa. what happened last year Whoa. what so you're saying they're gonna win it all because I th- he's gonna I, get a championship under his belt he gotta be green bay too. is winning the super bowl oh I'm calling it now whoa i don't even gotta wait till next week to give you my super bowl prediction green bay is winning it whoa 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 whoa, whoa. and then uh, what, what was it was it last year because did san francisco did they make it last year was it San Francisco or no. who was it? <laughs> was, was that two years ago? I think it was the Rams. The Rams, Rams. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I feel like Rodgers always gets to this point and then it's you know gets blown out and can't yeah. do nothing. So all I gotta say is I'm taking the weapons and Tampa Bay over Green Bay. You know it's the okay. Battle of the Bays. I'm going with TV twelve. You don't ever bet against them. I think Aaron Rodgers is. One of the goats. Don't get me wrong, but solidify that legacy. I think it's the young goat versus the goat goat. TB versus uh, Mahomes. And I will say this: I and this is the last thing I'll say. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything else to say. I promise, because it's over an hour now. Don't start getting grumpy. <sighs> I love how the NFL has outside doctors come in and perform um, concussion protocol tests. Mm-hmm. I think if that's a team doctor. Mahomes goes back in that game. Oh, definitely. And, and especially too with him running to the back, like he just got a little banged up, and 
you know, he's fine. But if you no, but you that's the problem though. Like he's not supposed to come back in the game, bro. You got a concussion. You're not supposed to go get hit some more within ten minutes. Like yeah. you're not even supposed to go to sleep within a certain amount of hours after you get a concussion. Let alone go back and get hit more. Yeah. I know so it. I think having that outside team position doing these uh, concussion tests is good for the NFL and protects players from themselves and their organizations. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So we'll, we'll definitely see. I think it's a uh, going to be a great week of sports. And this weekend we will see the Packers advance and we'll see the Chiefs advance. So That's all I got for y'all, man. We'll catch y'all next week. Shout out to Young Sirs. Peace. Yeah. Sit back and just wait your turn. No shirt, cabana chilling, caught a sunburn. Hey, everything legit, and I had to earn. Baby, spark that sage and just let it burn. Let it burn. You gotta think bigger, focus on your earns. If I left you in the past, we on them current turns.